Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the IVG podcast. Today's podcast is number 47 and we are finally coming to you three weeks in a row. So we're all very proud of that, aren't we? Yes. Yes. Very much. And on the podcast today, we have Sam and we have Gagan hey and we hey have guys. Nash. Or should I say and... hello, guys? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> See what I did there? Right, so so if, if Gagan's awesome pun didn't give it away, today's uh, you know, today's topic of conversation is gonna involve Halo Infinite, Xbox. But before that, we wanna give a, a quick shout out to everyone who contributed to IVG to help us kind of run this place a little better. Sam personally would like to give you guys shout out. So Sam, take it away. Yep. So uh before I get to the support part uh i just want to remind everyone that we are that last as we announced in the last episode we've started the ivg community showcase which is basically just a place a a way for you guys to share your favorite gameplay moments with us and uh, there's some cool prizes to be won so check out the ivg forums for more on that you already got some very cool uh entries from all, all kinds of games. So, so go check that out. But as we well. need more. We need you guys to send in a lot more stuff. So be creative. We need Don't more. Be shy. I mean, you guys play all the time, and it's easy to sh- to kind of sh- share your gameplay moments very easily, especially on PS4. So please do that, and yeah, just make sure you guys keep entering. Also, I've been reading. Uh, I think someone had a question on the forums that uh, does it have to be a montage? And it, no, it doesn't have to be a montage. If you can make a montage, great. But if not, it could just be like a clip of you playing the game really well or beating a boss or anything that you think deserves to be shown off. Let me put it, it that way. It could even right? be like a 10-second clip of a goal you scored, a headshot or anything like that. Like if you think it was cool yeah, and exactly. worth sharing, then just share and, it. And, like and even don't if worry. About production yeah. values, because as you can see from our podcast and maybe our video streams, you know, we don't really give a shit about any of that, right? We just want things True. done. So just have fun, share it. And Sam, you want to run them through the prices that they'll win? Yeah, just so this case. is going to be so so this is going to be a four month uh, <laughs> showcase that we're doing. So we're breaking up, breaking up, breaking it up into four months. Uh, the first month, we're going to give the coolest uh kind of entry a copy of uh, Neo 2 on PS4. Yes. Uh, and the fourth month, which is the November, month of October to November, uh, the winner of that gets a copy of Cyberpunk 2077 on the platform of their <laughs> not, choice. Not Cyberpunk 2044. I'm just saying. Exactly. 2077. 2044. So on, on PC, PS4, or Xbox One, whatever platform you prefer, the, uh, the winner gets that. And the two months in between, we're still figuring out which game, but they will be on par with Cyberpunk. So it's going to be a very cool game that's going to be coming out around that time. So uh, so make sure you guys enter. And uh, yeah, that's about it. And yeah, and you can enter as many times as you want, how many other games you want to enter. That's cool. So as well. bro, can I enter as well? For sure, dude. I mean, in the end, we're going to pick a few. We're going to shortlist a few and then we'll have people vote on Cause it. Because I so. want that Cyberpunk love, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I need it. I need it. I didn't know I could enter. What the hell? Of course, it's, I mean, it, I mean, the the community votes on the best one, right? So there's no favoritism at all there. So go for it. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the other thing I wanted to mention is that, uh, like Nash mentioned, we recently started this thing that members have been asking for a long time: is that for a way for the community to to, to support us uh, financially to help kind of keep running IVG and growing it. Uh, so. Last week, we, we started taking uh, financial contributions and we've had many members come come forward and really be, be really generous with their donations. And so thank you very much for that. And it's going to really help us to not only keep IVG going, but also keep trying new things. Like we've been streaming, we have, uh, podcast is back, hopefully other stuff as well. So thank you very much for that. Finally, I want to just quickly mention that we have this very cool new thread on IVG on the forums called the IVG GI Nostalgia Thread, which is basically a place where a lot of the members who've been on IVG for like a decade or even more, we're just kind of reminiscing about what the whole IVG journey has been uh, from the PS3, Xbox 360, uh, console war days to all of that, all the drama that's gone down at IVG over the years, the name changes and all all kinds of stuff. So if you are an old member that you want to like just relive those days, head there. If you're, new, if you're new to IVG, just go, maybe pop in and just see what all shit went down at IVG. Over Dude, the years, in so. fact, speaking of nostalgia, I actually remember how I met you back then. Is I was working with a site called Tech2. We had just started our gaming yeah. channel. And you kind of reached out to me saying, what's up, man? We are a gaming forum. And, uh, you know, it'd be great if you guys could give us a shout out and come check it out. And then we actually met at the launch of Halo 3. And that's where we all kind of met each other. 
and dude we actually met at zanzi if you remember remember that the place uh, that in bandra zanzi was it something like that zanzi shit i don't remember that man oh fuck that okay anyway so we met yeah so we met before the the halo launch but yeah the, so halo was where we had the first year like ivg, IVG meet like, man meet i up. remember everyone was there yeah, all of a us a bunch of there. people yeah hey, so that time you guys were 360 indians or yes, indians? 360 360 indians yeah so it was just an xbox forum at that time which is funny to think about now since most of the people are <laughs> ps4 gamers and xbox is like a minority now which is like kind of the story of the country you know whole, yeah, yeah. in the whole like on the whole So yeah so, so 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 like to check it out is fun to kind of relive those memories uh and yeah i mean uh, so and also it's very cool to see a lot of old members coming back now maybe it's the pandemic maybe people have more time to game maybe they have more time to discuss gaming so but it's cool to see a lot of people come back uh so yeah he- head back and let's get back into discussing games for sure so and speaking of discussing games won't be dissect the game that everyone's kind of talking about right now and that's halo infinite Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the so, conversation around that has been like very very color- colorful. <laughs> There have been a lot of people. So let's l- let's set the ground for this. Uh so basically uh, Xbox got a bad rep because of the earlier event which they held where they didn't show any games apparently. No, they they showed games but it wasn't like they didn't show a lot of gameplay anything. It's pretty like much that. the same as this event, bro. It's like Yeah, so so, so the whole thing the, the whole the whole the whole story behind this event was that okay, this is when we're going to bring you the games. And they brought the games but they didn't they only had gameplay for one game which which brings and us I to I think medium okay. had like there a few psychonauts gameplay but yeah and psychonauts psychonauts okay. hey, forget the psychonauts there was jack black who came in for that video <laughs> completely disregarding him <laughs> i mean jack black was a thing for a while back bro but now the thing is that he's got the same thing happening with everything right like i mean he's cool and all but he's got the same stick every time Yeah, he does, which is why his like Hollywood stick is also. I think it's like publishers get like 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 you 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 hire double fine and and he just comes free as a package deal. Yeah, double fine. And he like sings a song with his brother. That's it. They fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there were a lot of gameplay. I mean, there was not a lot of gameplay videos shown, but what they did show extensively was Halo Infinite. So Avinash you've been playing a lot of Halo these days you've been streaming a lot of Halo what did you think sure, dude. so so the thing is that I've had this weird I wouldn't say love hate honestly I never gave really uh, I didn't care too much about Halo because if you remember when we were on 360 Indians the Halo community was quite active over there and we used to play Halo 3 every night on Xbox live and stuff like that and that was pretty much the last time I played Halo right then you've been telling me do try out the Master Chief collection and I'm like Eh, what the fuck ever but then it finally came to pc and i've been playing it so when i saw infinite the very first time i was like dude this is shit it looks like shit right the gameplay look like whatever the vid- you, you know the visuals look fuck all and the last like the monologue by that brute dude was like mad cringe and it still is dude But, that monologue like never ended it just kept going on and on and, and on and it looks so bad like i'm like dude this is some ps2 level shit right and and i was like okay and that was that but then i started playing more of halo and i i've been playing through halo 1 ce i'm playing halo reach and i'm playing halo 3 we're playing that in co-op and then i went back to halo infinite and i'm like you know what dude the gunplay actually feels like an extension like a like an evolution of what we've seen in halo so from a gameplay perspective i was actually quite impressed i'm like you know what i can fuck with this i'm going to play with this plus it's open world i'm definitely getting into this game but i definitely agree with everyone when they said that the game could have looked better cuz dude it was not a very pretty looking game that's the thing you know everything they announced about the game like all the new features that the grappling it's a grappling uh, he sorry he's got a grappling hook now yeah it's just open cause... world that like you can just explore it anywhere uh, going in any direction you want you'll have missions like destiny but uh, you can just explore them at your own pace things like that and all that stuff was like really really nice But man, you know what? I've been playing Halo Four. Like I said in the last podcast as well, I started playing Halo Four a bit, and I went a little deeper into it uh, this weekend after uh, watching the. What stream. are you playing it on, by the way? I'm playing it on the Xbox One X. So it's remastered in 4K and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. No, no, not playing the 360 edition. Okay, sure. yeah, yeah. Just to make yeah. sure. Okay. So the remastered edition, but you know what? You can see that 343 went in a new direction with that. Like the colors were a little more muted, as in they were a little darker. Master Chief's album, uh, this uh, whole outfit looks a little darker shade of green, and you know, even the enemy types, the new enemy types introduced in the game, they were a little darker than the Covenant were. The Covenant were like a little, you know. 
clumsy and they would be like they had a uh, set pattern that was used like in all these games but they went in a very different direction with that and it was nice i mean i really really did enjoy it whatever i was playing and even that game looked better than it to me so oh really yeah and that that's the thing that that's the weird part about it. that game looks sharp it looks brilliant i mean the vegetation looked very different and in the video though the, it was explained later on that it could be because of the lighting it could be because of some other factors the stream quality and everything but no man i mean this this looked very cartoony for some reason to me the the shields and all the transparent effects like uh, that these guys had they were not as good as what i was seeing in the, these previous halo games i don't know man it's even so the word topic. so the word that everyone has been using to describe the visuals more than anything is just flat like the lighting yeah. is flat you know the shadows are not deep enough it's not there enough to be honest i mean in 343's defense i <clears> do feel that this could have been an older build which was not ready for public showcase that's that's a definitely a huge fuck up over there but i feel that they will polish this game to a certain extent i mean they don't have a lot of time but i see them maybe upping the visuals till when's the game releasing december right it's supposed to be a launch title so like everybody's saying that it's going to get pushed it's going to get pushed after this i really I'm hope really it does i really hope it does because they keep saying things like even during the stream they said that they would be implementing ray tracing and all later on in the game and why later on man i mean like just release the game with all these features why why do you want us to wait for that but i also happen? think that a lot of this has happened because of microsoft's policy where they want to kind of have a game being developed across platforms and i think a lot of these cutbacks have got to do with the fact that these guys are working with the xbox one as well uh I I think Sam had also said before that while third parties have a choice in who implements this first party guys probably do not which is why you're seeing this because if you remember you guys remember Black Flag was being developed for the PS4 as well as the PS3 do you know guys remember that yeah, yeah, yeah back yeah. then like the PS4 version looked way better than the PS3 version right it looked janky as fuck it looked terrible and i think a couple of those ub games that were in that last minute like cross gen kind of thing they always ended up getting the shaft it's not a good idea dude if i dude, but the difference the difference is that black flag was made for was made so that the mechanics worked across both so it looked better on ps4 but it was still that same ps3 game when you played it sure. the difference the difference here is that when you're launching a new console and you're launching the flagship for uh, ip th- to go with it you want to launch a game that is built for that console so you want to build the halo infinite should be built for xbox series x and then maybe you cut away what xbox one can't handle from that but you can't be building for the lower console and then saying okay the the higher one will just look better because that's not what the Dude, promise of the console you cannot but i think that's the direction they went in because everything from what i've seen makes me believe that they actually developed it on the current gen and like gagan said after launch they're just going to slap on a bunch of like you know like ray tracing they're going to get this support this support and i think that's how they've gone ahead and done it this time which all like phil spencer keeps right? saying he's like he, he like whenever you ask him about this this issue about uh, the the console keep saying that this is like a P- think of it like a pc game where pc games scale across a wide variety of think hardware think of what halo like a pc game no no think of the way pc games scale across different hardware yeah uh, i mentioned and, that and in the last part, podcast yeah, as well and, yeah and that's how it will be but the thing is that the whole promise of the new consoles is that when you are putting in that much firepower in it the whole idea is that you can do more computations and all kinds of different shit that you can't pull off from a mechanics angle not the visual angle I mean, on PC, yeah. what scales is the visuals, not the way the game plays. So the whole idea is that okay, now what you couldn't do on Xbox One, you can actually do in terms of gameplay, where you can have an open world game, which is like much more massive, much denser. Like the whole the ultimate en- the Unreal Engine demo that they showed. The whole thing was that what you can kind of build into the game that wasn't possible. But before. to be fair, the game world could be big. We've just seen a very small slice. You know, of- and also sure it guys- could be, but it doesn't look that great. I mean, the you could do big uh, game worlds even on the PS4 and Xbox One, which we saw in Red Dead and we saw in so many other first uh, uh, open world games. But to make it that big and make it 4K 60 FPS, that was that's the promise of a new console, right? But yeah. So you know what? what I mean Digital Foundry did a whole video on uh, something like this on like is the game really flat and they kind of showcased uh, what was exactly wrong with the demo uh, to begin with and one thing was the lighting they used the sun the placement of the sun at that time was basically evening shot and that is always 
tricky to pull off because the a lot of the landscape is covered in shadows and unless you have some sort of an advanced uh, like lighting technique b- baked into the game which would come with i guess rtx and all you, it the game te- games do tend to look a little flat unless you put lighting pre-baked into the game into certain areas and all that so they did a very technical explanation of it not defending that it's like going to look good otherwise or anything like that but the thing is that they did uh, say that the demo provided like had a very unfortunate uh, thing about being at the wrong time of the day but what i'm also not understanding is wh- who in the right mind thought that ending monologue actually would look cool like from which angle did that look badass or cool or anything because everyone has shat on that Dude, that face. ending like his face had barely any texture on it. it, had I no it, texture. it was smooth. It was like a fair and lovely ad, dude. Like what the, the fuck stream, was going on there? In the stream, it was yeah. absolutely smooth. And uh, then I saw it again in the 4K video, and it was like, huh, okay, I see some texture. Dude, I mean, like games have surpassed this, this back in the PS3 era, man. And look at heavy rain and all. It's ridiculous what they were showing. But you know, the kind of backlash that the, that this game has got, I mean, it's warranted for for many reasons, but I think it's also been amplified because there was no other gameplay to talk about in the entire show. Like barring Psychonauts, like you said, which, <laughs> which is not why we tuned in. I was going like, to bring it up. Yeah, <laughs> definitely tuned is, out by then. Yeah, so so like like we expected, uh, did they show any Hellblade 2? No, dude, no. but, but they did on, make an announcement. Like, they said like, that it's like, going to be... Like one of the devs just came on and he was like, Blah 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 blah. Exactly. Blah. You know what? Exactly. But they did make an announcement. They said that they're making Hellblade two in Unreal Engine five, which was the demo that was showcased yeah, bro, earlier on PS five. That's a dude, that's a press release. That, that that doesn't have to be on an Xbox showcase. That's, but that's no, just, I was just wondering. I was just wondering. Are, are there any other games that have been uh, announced to be actively being developed in Unreal Engine five? Because that engine is supposed to come out like in mid twenty twenty one. So I'm yeah, just wondering the, if there's the, no the new the, the new PES is going to Unreal Engine. <laughs> <laughs> that awesome, <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. So, no, so, so, which is funny because uh, till now it was being developed on uh, on Kona, on uh, Kojima's uh, engine. What is that called? Uh, Fro- no, what is it called? Not Frostbite, dude. The MGS Five engine. Keep fuck, I forget the name. Anyway, yeah. the MGS Five engine was being adapted to PES so far, but they're dropping that for uh, Unreal Engine for next year. Which is why they actually cancelled PES this year. They're going to just focus on next year's game. That's a good idea, man. I mean, I think it's like good if sports games take a break every alternate year and kind of make a better version the next year. I'm sure sports fans will disagree with that because, (laughs) yeah, I know. But yeah, FIFA is coming this year, so yeah, that's that. But yeah, so so coming to the other games, I mean. Okay, more worrying than no gameplay is that I don't know what the lineup is for launch. Like, what is the launch lineup of Xbox One, Xbox Series X besides third-party games? For Halo. the Horizon 4, bro. That's an upscale game of a last-gen <laughs> thing. How's that being pushed off as a launch? It's type? not even being re-released for Series X. It's just going to be like, oh, if you already own the game, it'll yeah, play on. I, I know, I know. I'm just kidding. But the thing is that that's the biggest draw, you know I mean? Like for Game Pass owners and all that, it's like, yeah, okay, let's get this. Uh, this is a better machine to play our Game Pass games in. And let's do that. That's it. That's yeah, so my, I don't so understand. My, huh. Sorry, I want to actually ask you guys this, okay? Because... To me, this I to me I've I've been like thinking about this a lot. In my mind, Microsoft I think is completely off base when it comes to understanding what gamers want, right? So when they have these events where they show absolutely no gameplay, they show double A indie games for a fucking launch title. What is it do you think that they are projecting the new console as? Like who is it directed towards? Because I am sure as hell not getting anything they're putting out there as a gamer. So, you know what, they did show a bunch of good uh, titles as well. But the thing is that like there are no launch dates associated with it. There was Forza Motorsport that was shown. There was uh, Stalker 2. Hellblade 2 was again spoken about. They have uh, this game called Avowed, which is one of the worst names in uh, video game history. Only trumped by another game that they showcased called The Gunk. The Who gunk. the hell wants to play a game called The But gunk? dude, what I'm saying is that as a launch title, okay, as a fucking launch title for a console that Microsoft has gone on record time and time again for saying being the most powerful game ever, how are you going to show me that power with a bunch of double A fucking indie games which yeah. and out of which dude, honestly, gameplay? Dude, honestly, I am the target audience for the Xbox, the new Xbox console, which is a guy who wants to play games on a console that can also be on the PC, but doesn't want to play them on a PC. I'm that guy. But the fuck up is there's no games that they want that, that, that interest me on the console. So why the, f- so 
even the guys who want to buy an Xbox because they don't want to play Game Pass games on a PC, they won't want to buy this because the games the games aren't there. Like why like why would I buy an Xbox over a PS5 when all the first party games are for either shit or, or on PC or on PC? Yeah, exactly. So okay, like let me just uh, put it this way. Like right now, as I think we've spoken multiple times before, like I don't think Microsoft is really that keen on selling Xbox One X. I think they're pretty much like withdrawn to the Series X. Yeah, sorry, Series X. They're pretty much uh, withdrawn to becoming a platform more than a console uh, company. So that's the reason why they keep constantly saying that you can play this on the Xbox One, you can play this on your PC, you can play this on uh, the Series X if you want the best experience. They even coming up with xCloud that kind of puts all these uh, Game Pass games on your phone that puts uh, them on your on whatever other platform you want to play it on as long as I guess you have a browser or an app for it. So they even reached out to PlayStation and Nintendo as far as I know to actually put Game Pass on that but obviously that would not work out. But dude, my issue is, is that it goes beyond PlayStation and Nintendo because you know EA has its own subscription service. So does Ubisoft. It's like how the streaming, the television streaming is. Like moment, moment Disney came up, HBO came up. They, they took all their content and they put it on their own platform, right? Yeah. So now later EA will say, "Fuck it, like that." My games are not going to be on Xbox Game Pass anymore. Or or you be might do it. Or whoever gets big enough is going to say, "Okay, fuck it, I'll do my own service." Then what happens happens to Game Pass? Like, where are the first-party games? Like, where are your own games that they're going to put on the Game Pass? They aren't there right now. No, so Ubi and EA, I don't think, are already not on Game Pass to begin with. I think they already, oh, have, the, yeah, they already have their own service. EA has its own so service. There you go. So, so, so basically, you already don't have two of the biggest publishers on Game Pass. But that's that's perfectly fine because right now, I think the gaming market is far bigger than that. And, you know, there are a lot of these games that will generally go unnoticed if they, it wasn't for Game Pass. I would say, like, a recent release, Carrion, it's a 2D game in which you play a monster that it's like a reverse of a survival horror. You're the monster who's killing all these other guys in the lab who created you. And it is a fantastic game. And it's a game I would have not even tried out if it wasn't for Game Pass. I just saw it on Game Pass. I'm like, ah. This but dude, what I'm saying is, would you buy a 50 odd thousand rupee console just to play a game that you may or may not continue for more than an hour. To me, that does not make sense because if Absolutely. they are, if they yeah. want to sell a console, they are selling a console at 50 Gs or 60 Gs or whatever to the core gamer, a guy who's going to invest in this shit. And Games Pass is not selling me on any of this shit. I'm just going to stick to PC for my Games Pass and I'm going to pick up a PS5. That's my plan going so, forward now. So see, that works for you. So the, what Microsoft, I think, is going for in this case, like the, again, I'm just like putting up another use case is Game Pass is not for someone like you. You already have a gaming PC. Why would you need to buy an Xbox Series X or any Xbox console? Because all games are coming for you anyway. Game Pass is going to work for you anyway. This is for probably someone who's like already got a PlayStation 5 and doesn't want to really spend that much money on uh, all the third-party titles or something which he can probably get to play on Game Pass or probably owns a Mac like for uh, even you know i mean doesn't even have a pc that's capable of gaming for that matter so for a person like that yeah i mean sure there is a platform right there that he can use or he can just subscribe to and i don't want an xbox series x because because it doesn't make sense like what is the what is the proposition that xbox series x is offering me as someone who wants to buy a console now i'm in the now i I know I'm going to buy a PS5. All I want is a reason to buy the Series X. And right now, there isn't a single reason. Okay, I'll give you my reason for buying the Series X. So I have generally seen that Microsoft has been much better with third-party titles across a lot of across generations. So this generation, once a One X came out, it was the best way for me to experience any of the third-party titles on my 4K TV and with a good sound system and all. So this is and this is actually a fact. I mean, games do look better than the PS4 counter parts and there is none of that uh, checkerboarding that I generally experience in PS4. It's pretty noticeable and that has been a big issue for me. For, so for someone like me, I like my Xbox console for third-party titles and the rare first-party whatever I get from Microsoft and Game Pass has worked pretty well for me so far. PS5, I'm definitely going to buy. It's not that I'm going to be taking one over the other. You cannot ignore PS5. The, like the PlayStation's first-party games are so strong right now. That lineup is insane. The first you cannot get single-player experiences anywhere else like you can on PlayStation. So th- that is there for me. But an Xbox is definitely going to be considered as a second console for me. Exactly, and second console which costs 
400 dollars or more spending power right now but let's say you're a kid who only wants who only has access to like who can only buy one console like why would that dude ever look at the xbox because like sam has said huh. the biggest draw of games pass is not a random fucking carry in or whatever it's that exclusive microsoft game which like like the the gears and the halos and the forzas which right now they don't have anything off and that was my that brings me back to my biggest issue with microsoft this this current gen and the next they have fucking terrible first party games hmm and i mean also like it like games pass it seems more like a in case you missed it sort of subscription yeah. where oh, in case you missed this game which came out 3 months ago uh, on on console now it's also on game pass like that devil may cry 5 came out like a few months later like capcom stuff comes out i believe on on games pass square uh, enix uh, like it's like one of those things that, you know, in, in case you didn't get the game and it came out oh you now you can play it on games pass which is also cool i mean these That's games fine. cost a lot of money to buy exactly but, it's not enough to make you want to buy a console that's my thing and my my other big issue with games pass is that it's kind of it seems to be dictating the way microsoft makes its first party games and i think halo is a good example of it like for example earlier when halo would when when they would make a first party game the whole idea was that you were selling a game for 60 dollars hmm. and so you kind of put money behind it that justified that that sort of value so you had great graphics you had uh, like good production values and you actually made 60 bucks per game Now what's going to happen is you're giving it away to you're giving away a game like Halo, you're, you're giving away Fable, and you're giving away Forza and Gears or whatever for a subscription which is really cheap. So what's going to happen is you can't justify the production cost that goes into a big first-party game. So what's going to happen is they're going to have to lower the production cost, or they're going to have to change the way they design the game to make sure the game makes money once it's out, which means season passes and microtransactions and expansions so and DLC. I, I don't think that's how the business works. Look at Netflix, for example. Like you know, they have some really high production uh, TV shows and movies coming out, even though it's a complete subscription service. It's a volume play at the end of the day for a service like this, and initially. obviously it's a it's like a business in which they will lose a lot of money but it's a long term volume play that's how it kind of works so i don't think it's going to affect the quality of games because everybody knows if you kind of come up with like terrible games right at the start sure they have these options that you buy the, that you get this game on game pass but for all these additional uh, skins or add-ons and everything you have to keep picking them up separately through whatever microtransactions or whatever it is but the thing is that none of it really affects the core gameplay So you know if it becomes bad to an extent I think gamers are pretty smart in letting it out and letting the publishers know that they are not going to actually buy these games they're not No no not to- gameplay of course of course the gameplay will not suffer I'm, yeah. what I'm saying is the way the way the game is monetized and therefore designed is going to change like like the talk of all these games being games as a service uh fable is going to be maybe an mmo light or forza is going to be a, plat- a racing platform rather than a racing game which is why there's no number attached to it uh halo infinite as well the talk is as going to be is going to be a service more than a game and they said that there's not going to be a new halo game after this maybe this whole generation uh which is fine so, honestly does do you really need that many iterations on halo i think it can just it depends so it depends on who the customer is right like if if people if the halo franchise was built on a certain kind of model where people are are invested in the lore or invested in the characters i mean i don't know i'm not a halo fan but huh. for example see i wouldn't mind forza becoming a platform because it's a racing game and i want them to iterate on it but something like a fable if i was a fan of fable i'd be like you know what i want my really cool story and i want my really cool game well and i don't want to be diluted by it being an mmo where it's more sparse or it's more dependent on who else is playing and things like that yeah. so i think game pass will kind of dictate how microsoft makes first party games and i think that can be seen in halo like it doesn't look like the, the production values are as, are at par of what we saw in the past halo games hey, even if visually you're, if you're disappointed by fable then there's always a wowed for you <laughs> 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 but you know what coming back to your assessment of this i personally for me uh, and the kind of gamer i have become right now games as a service stuff is my crack dude like I, like almost every game on my pc right now is a games as a service title in which i log in and this allows me to actually play the game for months on end i take a break i come back when there's a new battle pass when there's a new event so if if halo is going in that direction dude i'm sold Like, you've been playing Diablo like this. You've been playing so many seasons of Diablo like this. I've been playing Diablo like this. I've been playing Destiny like this. I play COD like this. Uh, you know, did I you, did you play Anthem like this? <laughs> I'm actually waiting for Anthem to relaunch, and then I will play it like this. Unfortunately, that's fuck up, right? Broken. So, so the, the thing is, these kinds of games, they like once they die, it takes a lot for them to come back. Like Destiny got a got, got a lot of flack when it came out, but it took a long time to kind of 
pick itself back up right like even now i don't think those guys who went away at launch like see no man's sky for example it's apparently a great game now it is the, it is but the hype that was there and the, and, and the way people were disappointed by it most of them probably never went back to it it's a big risk you're taking when you're building a game with a whole platform in mind where it maybe may, may actually get to its potential a year down the line and i, I don't think like it's a, it's a risk see, halo many, the thing with halo is i feel it's not first of all that brand name like it used to be you remember Dude, the, the 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 challenge there is not only about the brand, like the like people liking the brand more. It's just that also Microsoft doesn't support Xbox well at all. Like I know this for a fact because uh, when we wanted to bring, I think Division Two, it was to IGX, and and I spoke to Ubisoft, and they were like, you know what, this is an Xbox game. Just forget about it. They won't support. And this is X. This is Ubisoft UK. What do you mean, and like is, Xbox game as in? So like 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 you know how for example, COD is tied to. Sony, like like all sure. the DLC will come first. Sure. So when before Division Two came out, if we wanted to have the game playable at IGX, it had to be on an Xbox. And so when I asked Ubisoft, they were like, you know what? They don't support us for anything, even though this is we have a marketing deal, so don't even bother with this. Try something that has that has a PS4 tie-up, yeah. or no tie-up, so we can get it on PS4. And See, this isn't like okay. yeah, Microsoft in India, especially I, I don't know, man. I mean, like the support or the push for the Xbox One has been very, very minimal. I mean, like the besides the missteps that happened during the launch of the console, even right now, once a One X came out and all, like there was just nothing done about it. I mean, it's such a brilliant console for me, especially. Dude, India is fine. To- India is fine. I get it. India is not a big market for consoles. Yeah. I get it. But this is UK you're talking about Europe. I mean, if you, if you're not going to support a game that you're already putting so much marketing money behind hmm. in one of the biggest territories in the world, which is Europe is a huge territory. Even UK on its own is a huge territory. Yeah. And if you're not going to support a game that you're putting marketing money behind, then it says a lot about the way, that basically the, the long-term vision for the Xbox brand. And no wonder no one's going to buy but it. But do they even have one, dude? Like, I don't think they have it anymore. They're just like, ha, okay, let's just fucking wing it and see what's what. Because I don't see this as a long-term plan, right? It, they, they've Every time they've gone ahead and they said, oh, dude, this event's going to be awesome. It's going to have gameplay. You're going to see the most powerful console. It's a fucking wet fart, dude. Where's my gameplay? <laughs> Where is anything? What am I supposed to be looking at? Like, like, can you even try, bro? Like, are you even trying? I think, I think at this point, they're hoping that third parties are going to save them. I mean, the Pretty only advantage, don't, like, like the like the probably the hope for Xbox fans is that whatever's coming on third party will look and play better on Series X, which it could. But like, by how much? Is what I'm saying. I think I think what's going to happen is like like what was very interesting in the uh, in the earlier generation, 360 was much easier to develop for, and also it had a one year head start, so it sold more in the first year. So by default, everyone made their games on 360 as the lead platform. This year, in the, in this past generation, PS4 was sold a lot more. It was easy to develop for. So you you saw PS4 becoming the lead platform for most third-party games. Uh, so what will be very interesting now is what is, firstly, what sells a lot faster. And I'm guessing PS5 will sell a lot faster. But also, wh- which is the easier to develop for? I think that, that that's going to kind of be the so game changer. I have changer. a question also because I wanted to ask Gagan about this because he mentioned this right now. Yeah. Like the, the, the most recent, see the last couple of games we've been playing all first party PS games. So we can't, you know, it's not good comparison. But let's say something like Odyssey, right? Mm. I played this as well in 4K and with HDR on the PS4 Pro. Uh, and you probably played it on the X. And honestly, dude, the game performed great for me so like in what way was it better on the xbox series x like so what- apparently there are a lot of different uh like there are a lot of differences visually apparently so number one thing is like the resolution is overall better in the xbox one x which is something that i even noticed i think i had spoken to you guys when i was playing 
God of War and Spider-Man also that how it kind of bothers me at certain points because I can see the checkerboarding in God of War and Spider-Man also certain parts appeared a little too low res for me it, it, and it was quite visible for me when I was playing it on a TV like that I you I mean like I am generally susceptible to these things so and that that really bothers me in fact frame rates don't bother me as much as like low uh, visual uh, quality how and, bro like bad frame, frame rates are your like main. I know that. Thing, yeah dude like yeah, yeah. So no, from a frame rate perspective uh, was it like because so, for me there were no dips no my frame rate dips and all i wouldn't probably know that there was that much of a difference uh, in it but there was also one major difference like you know when you would send your eagle up to scout a certain area if it was beyond a certain distance only then i mean like and this was a pretty large distance only then the world would like rebuild around you on the Xbox One X, but on the PS4, that would happen even at the smallest distances and all. Like the, basically, draw distances. The draw distances. So basically, the, right. the you know how Assassin's Creed just builds up that whole area around you and all through the mesh and all, like, they sure. try to recreate it so, in no, the animus way. Sorry, what I was coming to is, if you remember what Sam just said, in the PS3 days and in the Xbox days, But I'm saying now, as you grow, as you as we come into this generation, and now as we go into the next, I just don't think this is going to be a that's a, the a thing. So factor for another, like a lot of people, you know. Another thing I would also like to point out, and something that doesn't get talked about a lot, is like the audio quality of the Xbox One X is noticeably so much better overall in every game. The sound, sound quality, the kind of the sound quality overall in every game that I play on Xbox One X. Like vis-a-vis what I play on the PS4, even if it's a similar game or a same game or whatever, it, it's always a little better on the One X. And they've done a very good job with their sound chip, which is noticeable on my sound system. So for a person like me, it really brings me a lot of joy to play that. Otherwise, Dude, But the person who's going to buy the Xbox is like Snoop Dogg who connects his earphones to his controller and plays Madden. Absolutely, absolutely. I can't, see, I don't disagree with that. I'm just going to give you why I like it. I mean, if, I, if I'm going to invest in like a in a expensive home theater system and I'm going to get a nice 4K TV, I want to make full advantage of it. But unfortunately, while these devices can 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 give that experience, I think most people don't don't have the hardware to support what these guys can output, what the hardware can output. So Absolutely. I think for most of us, and I'm including myself, like even if I had a really high-end uh, audio system and a really good OLED 4K TV, I wouldn't know the difference between what the PS5 is. Yeah, is, I, would, I was just going to say that this whole yeah. thing Gagan was talking about during uh, uh, God of War, and dude, I didn't notice any of that. I was just like, <laughs> damn, bro, this game looks fucking awesome 24-7. And Dude, I'm still gaming on 1080p. So for me, whatever comes next is like is, awesome. I think this is where most gamers are actually not going to give a shit about a lot of the stuff we are talking. They're just going to be like, what is your first party offering? So, and in that, Sony has them beat like straight up. No, Absolutely. Sony offers the best first party experiences out there. And honestly speaking, if like a God of War was announced like on the PS5, I would buy that console without even thinking twice. I mean, I wouldn't even look at the Xbox Series X at this point. Miles Morales is not such a big draw for me at this point. I can wait. But you know what? I mean, and I'm also excited about playing these uh, games that I missed out on in the on the PS4. But I like, agree with you there. I am yeah. not that keen. Like, while we have been dunking a bit on Microsoft, I will say this. There was nothing even shown at Sony's plat- uh, at Sony's presser that made me say I need to buy a PS5, like, on day one. Exactly. I don't know. See, that's the thing. I mean, like, hating on Microsoft for showcasing that build of Halo, sure, I get that. But, I mean, PS5 should not really be getting a free pass for what they showcase, man. I mean, like, Miles Morales was also just... It was nothing. There was like five second, ten second trailer. Was dope. I think they were very. I think they were very smart about it because they kind of showed that they had. So even even the thing is that even the horizon uh, footage it may not have been gameplay, but it wasn't CGI either. It was. It looked in engine, which is what gamers want to see. Like you don't want to see a C. I, is it it's, I either launch or quite close I think to launch. launch? For now, as far as I know, is is Ratchet. Uh, Miles Morales and that one indie game, which none of which are like a must buy day one for me. So Absolutely, I, yeah. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for. I think. I think they're also banking on Last of Us Two and Ghost of Tsushima to spill over into PS5. Yes, that excites me more. I've been saying that to Avinash also. Like every time he tells me about how good Ghost of Tsushima is, and uh, you can buy the Vacash the review on IVG. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, it's finally up. 
Yeah. And uh, no, the thing is, I am actually more excited about playing it on the PS5 to see how well that game can do on that, how well it scales up to that. And I'm sure they will treat Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima so well because they are like just at the fringe of the next uh, console. Dude, I'm sure, I'm sure they've considered the PS5 while developing both these games because yeah. these, these two must have had the hardware like really early. Even if I would have gotten to see an Uncharted logo in that PS5 stream, I would have like just thrown everything i mean like i would have like said forget xbox this is the console i'm gonna buy on day one because i want to be ready like for a that. New, like a new they uncharted did, yeah they have an uncharted logo even if they did show you an uncharted logo and just the logo dude that's not gonna make launch what dude, they for me launched, yeah i know i know but for me i would be damn excited about that that's the thing the problem with for ps5 stream was not none of the games were that exciting they show the console the console looks well uh I don't know. <laughs> it looks janky or good or whatever. That's everybody's opinion. But the thing is, like, that's what I was waiting for in the end. And I got to see it and I'm like, huh, okay, that was it. I think I think also the thing is that people who are going to buy a console at launch, they're not going to buy it because there's a great game coming with it at launch. I think they're going to buy it just because either they want to give it as a Christmas gift or they want, or they're early adopters in general, so they want what's new. Yeah. I think what I think what, what people want is that they want to know that, okay, I bought it, now it's the new console charm is worn off in one month. What do I? Then they then they'll want the game. They'll want the game six months down the line or one year down the line. I think I think Sony has them on uh, in no, one but, year I mean, one no, year time. Absolutely, Xbox like doesn't. But I think it's a very weird mindset because I have something new and shiny. I don't want to play old shit on it, bro. I want to play the latest game that console has to offer, and I want to be like blown away visually. No, my point is that. That if you don't have that, you still buy the PS5, right? Like right now, there's no like major first Which party I'm game. I'm not buying it at launch. I'll probably pick it up in Jan or Feb or something like that. Or same maybe year, same later. year. Like I don't think I'm going to b- get it at launch because see, I'm very happy with... The <laughs> we'll see, dude. We'll I, I, see. I, I, I'm just saying that right now. But think about logically, bro. I'm very happy with the send-off. And a lot of the games that they have promised to have this uh, you know, upgrade to PS5, I'm going to be playing them on PC anyway. Like like Avengers, for example, Watch Dogs, for example, right? So a lot of, and this is, this is very, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about this very personally because this mainly does to me, right? So I'll be playing them on the PC. So that appeal of experiencing this in a better thing on a PS5 does not appeal to me. Whereas for someone like Gagan, who never played Last of Us or Ghost of Tsushima, that's like, dude, he's getting brand new PS5 games for him. So I'm going to definitely uh, buy a PS5. I mean, like th- that's going to happen for sure. Buying an Xbox One X is like, okay, will I pick oh, the second console or not? I don't know. But, know but tell me this, but tell me this. If, okay, not, okay, now we, we're all kind of not very sure about buying a Series X at launch. But what about a much lower priced Series S or as they're calling hell it? No. Hell no, dude. I am up there. I want my, like, all the full experience of any console, man. I cannot stand the fact that knowing that there's a better version of the console that I'm producing right now so, in existence. So, because I'm a bit uh, ignorant about what what's what the drawbacks are in Series X. So, do you know what what the difference is between the X and the S? So, what no. this this is again all rumor mill and speculation. All yeah, yeah. So basically, the Series X is supposed to be 12 uh, teraflops, and Series S has been rumored to be like half of that uh, power, which is like around six teraflops. So now the issue with that is uh, it's pretty close to the 1X already, which is around four teraflops. (laughs) So I don't even know if a 1X user would find that. A lot of teraflops in this conversation, dude. Yeah, I mean that's like the that's one of the ways to measure graphical power of any console. But yeah, I mean that's the whole thing. Now the thing is that it's not going to be a big upgrade for anyone who has a One X, but for somebody who has a One S or the Xbox One, those people might see some sort of a value in it. And if they price it at something like two ninety nine, that will be like insane, man. So, so apparently they're going to showcase the Series S in an August event and there's also supposedly going to be a PS5 event in August. So let's hope we get pricing and release dates for all these yes. consoles very yes. soon. And then we talk about a lot of that once. So let me ask you this happen. before we wrap up. Um, I'll tell you about me. For So mostly, as far as of right now, for next gen, I'm going to go with the PS5 and I'm going to upgrade my PC. What about you guys? Well, I mean... I'm going to go for a PS5 for pretty much closer to my birthday if they announce a game that I want to play. If not, then it's a 1X. But I'm also waiting for a special edition on either of the consoles because I really don't like both the consoles the way they currently look. I want a special edition with probably... Dude, so apparently PS5 uh, 
that changeable panels is a thing. I'm it's not going to believe it until my uh, until Sony announces that officially. Right. Sure. So anyway, for me, for me, dude, I've I've gone this entire generation playing 1080p. So for me, for me, 5K is PS5 is also going to be about 4K. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just jump into 4K straight with PS5. So I'm getting it at launch. I'm getting a TV as well before that. So Are. yeah, looking forward. So no, so no, no PC upgrade for me. No Xbox Series X for a while. Maybe if, if Forza 4 looks really good, then maybe I might pick it up. But I have, there's no other game I want to play on Xbox. So Yeah, probably. if, if so it's time for me to upgrade my uh, PC, then I'm pretty much going to go for a Series X instead. It's too expensive. So the, uh, what launch title are you looking forward to on the PS5? Dude, I want to play all the games that I've been playing on 1080p and 4K. No, let's say a new game. What new game would you like to play? Would I like like a wish list? You're asking. No, like from the current, uh, like from the existing launch titles, are you going to pick up Ratchet Dude, and Clank? Ratchet and Clank for sure, and also Miles Morales because I want to get back to Spider Man. I also haven't finished the expansions. The, the expansion were the expansions or the DLC? There was some DLC. DLCs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was DLC I, that. It was that new point whatever, dude. They weren't that. Yeah, yeah. It seemed, it seemed like it was just like uh, filler, like padding. It was just like and like mostly combat driven stuff, right? It wasn't. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much sure. to it story wise. Sure. So yeah, yeah. But I but I wouldn't mind jumping back in and for 4K 60 FPS. Spider Man seems like it'll be cool. Okay, okay. And what are you guys playing this weekend? I'm going to try am... Raji, actually. That's like the game that's been in development in India for a very long time. And now it's finally, I, I got the demo down on my Xbox. So I'm going to give that a shot and see how it is. Okay. okay. Sam? I've been playing The Last of Us Part right. 2. Little, little. On... Little, little. Not little. I've been actually playing. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've just reached Seattle, which is the real game. That's where the uh, game really starts. Yeah, where the game really starts. But I'm playing it on like the super easy. So I'm actually, it's not as scary as I as the game may have been if I played it on normal. Because even when I fuck up, I can still kind of make my, like, like make it out alive. So, but it's, 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 it's crazy how good this game is. I mean, is from true. every, every movement, interaction, ex- facial expression, Every line of dialogue, nothing out of place, man. In this game, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, but I'm like a few twists have already happened, and I'm, I know there are many more on the way, so I'm looking forward to it. What about you? Me, uh, Halo. I Halo got Reach. a bunch of rando shit to play on the weekend, so I'm gonna be playing and mostly streaming uh, the Destroy All Humans remake. Nice. Uh, yeah, you guys should come to our Facebook page, hang out, check it out. It's actually not a bad game, you know. I played the intro. We'll replay it again. It's a lot of fun. It's like a campy B movie, cheesy action game, but with good production now. So that's cool. Uh, it's the last. Uh, it like this. This weekend is the last weekend for the current season of COD. So I'm gonna grind out my battle pass, and uh, probably gonna be playing some Halo as well. Oh, so hardcore! And, and by the way, and by the way, I just downloaded the Modern Warfare Remastered on PSN. I'm playing that. Oh, and Ghost of Tsushima, dude! I've been playing a lot this pandemic, dude. I'm just <laughs> fucking milking the gaming that right now. You're still playing Ghost of Tsushima, bro? I'm taking my time with that game. It's such a good game. So the three acts, right? I'm on the third act, story-wise, but there's so much like stuff to kind of do. Like I'm gonna max out my armor. I'm gonna max out my sword. I'm gonna look for better armor sets. I'm gonna do and all. You're that. not bored yet, so that's saying a lot. Tell you, I and like a bunch of us on IVG, we are like the core demographic for games as a service now. Like that shit is like cracked to us, like straight up. Nice, nice. It's good there's an audience for that, dude. Otherwise, it'll just be like actually a very. In fact, most gamers today have become like us. Why do you think Fortnite, Apex, every fucking game has a battle pass? Every but it's, it's the okay, so. homo mentality they want to capitalize on, right? You, are you gonna miss that event, bro? Are you gonna miss that fucking baller skin, bro? And you're like, no, I don't want to miss it. And you have to grind that shit out there. So the way it works is they want you to just invest a lot of time in that game, right? And that's how battle passes work. Yeah, like, it's what they call they, they what they call them either whales or sharks. Like there's like a small minority of people who play it who actually spend so much money on it that the, that makes up for the others who don't oh, play sure, who just sure, play. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. They're not, yeah. they're not sharks though. They're not sharks. They're whales for sure. Sharks or whales? Yeah, one of them. Yeah, the whales because they they like like Fortnite, dude. Fortnite has made its millions because of kids who use their parents' cards to kind of buy the most random fucking shit in the game. You know. Yeah, but I'll tell you this though: if if any of you even experience and kind of invest in a games as a service game, I think I see that happening for Forza with you, Sam, and I don't know with Gagan. Maybe it may happen. But Forza Horizon already, like even though it's a, it's a sixty dollar exactly. game, the kind of expansions they've had, they've added entire like islands and they've added like a no, see, Hot Wheels sort of thing. So that's the thing. That is that is actual content. So 
games as no, 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 it's both. It's both. So it's content as well as they have seasons as well. So ah, they they have they have they have yeah, they have time so, time seasons online and all. So of like that. The, like seeing that. Like they had they had a they had a they had a timed uh, battle royale mode in bad in Forza yeah, yeah, Horizon. I heard of that. I heard of that. Yeah. So you just take that mindset that you have for a racing game, and it's just that I don't think you guys are that into shooters or, or competitive multiplayer games. But if you have that same mindset that Sam you have for Forza, dude, you'll be hooked onto this shit. Dude, right now the games that, that a game that's coming up as a service is going to be the Microsoft Flight Simulator, and I am gonna go so deep into that shit, dude. Well, sure. Then you, then I've, you. I've become the uncle that I used to make fun of like twenty years back. <laughs> Are you gonna buy fuck up in gear? Huh? Are you gonna pick up all those like the the fancy gear to play it with or? Dude, I am very, very tempted to man, to pick up a flight stick or something like that. But I'm going to first give it a shot. See if it's going to be up my alley when it releases uh, on Game Pass and all. Seems like really technical, right? It's a Dude, very- it looks so good. It looks so good. I mean, I was just going nuts watching the videos on it, man. So you should stream that. I should. Let, let me get it in August. I'll stream it. It's in August. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. okay. Which is tomorrow. No, I mean, like, August, it's I mean, August, August 18th tomorrow. or something. Oh, yeah. speaking of which, next week, I think by next next Friday, we should have uh, Horizon releasing for PC, right? Yes, 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 yes. Next week. Yes, I look forward to that too. That and Fast and Furious. Because Fast I never finished the game on the PS5. I kind of got bored halfway through because some other shooter had come out then, I'll be honest. But I'm going to play that right now. And I will play Fast and the Furious also because that game... Looks dope. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be more fun to stream than Horizon. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We see how it goes. We see what we can whip up. So uh, we hope you guys uh, enjoyed this long ass discussion and let us know in the thread that Sam makes what you guys are going to be picking up. Are you guys going to pick up the Xbox? Are you going to pick up PS5? Just upgrade your PCs. You know, let us know. We'd love to hear from you guys. And sure. uh, we will definitely. Definitely see you in podcast number 48 next week. It's happening for sure. For sure. For sure. All right, guys. See you. See you guys. Bye-bye.